Welcome to the Coffee and Catnaps Parenting Podcast, brought to you by Lake Country Sleep. I'm your host, Erin. I am a boy mom, avid coffee drinker, sleep consultant, and expert in early childhood development and education. I hope you enjoy today's show. Welcome to this episode of the Coffee and Catnaps Parenting Podcast. On today's episode, I have Yasmin Johnston from Mindful Sleep, and tonight her and I are going to talk all about helping your toddler and older child practice mindfulness in order to help them get a good night's sleep. Yasmin, welcome to the show. Hey, Erin. Thank you so much for having me today. You are welcome. Thanks for joining me. So before we get into our conversation tonight, would you just introduce yourself, give us a little bit of your background? Yeah. um, So my name is Yasmin. I am a mom of two boys. They are five and two years old, and I am a certified pediatric sleep consultant. I work with children zero to five, and I'm the founder of Mindful Sleep Consulting. Um, I went on this journey of helping others with sleep after going through my own struggles with my youngest, um, who did not like to sleep at all. (laughs) So, you know, it's kind of a hard time, but also very grateful that it led me into this career path to be able to help other parents on their journey. I love that. So, Let's dive into promoting mindfulness in our children in order to help them sleep well. What are some benefits that, you know, promoting mindfulness with our kids can help with? Yeah. um, So at night, it's often a time when children can experience some anxiety and even older children, anxiety can surface at nighttime. Um, and this will you know, prevent, prevent them from falling asleep. So when you're introducing mindfulness to your child, it can be a really helpful tool for them to help calm them. It also helps with other things such as like depression and ADHD. So um, in order to start this type of mindfulness with your child, one of the things that you can introduce is meditation. And there's a lot of misconception about meditation that, you know, you have to be sitting cross-legged with your hands on your knees and, you know, your back perfectly straight up, but you can actually meditate anywhere. Like you can do it laying down in your bed. You can do it sitting on your couch, laying on the floor. So that's why introducing meditation at bedtime is actually really beneficial for children because they can just do it right there laying in their bed and then drift off to sleep. Awesome. So when I think about, you know, trying to introduce mindfulness and meditation with my my almost three-year-old, is that a good time to start or do you recommend a child being a little older than that? So it can definitely help a three-year-old. We started with our older son when he was four and that was kind of like perfect timing. He was very into it. Um, We had started listening on to meditations on the insight timer. And so that's just an app on your phone that you can download, or there's even the Moshi app that you can download. Um, And we started listening on those and he was really loving it. Like 
requesting it every single night. And I just noticed that our bedtime routine was going so much smoother and he was falling asleep faster. And it just seemed that overall he was sleeping better. Um, so, you know, even still like with three-year-olds, you can definitely introduce it. They may not understand the full concept of it yet, but for children, it's more of like storytelling and, you know, some of the meditations will say like, okay, take a big belly breath. Um, so like relating to how a child can understand. Very cool. So how did you go about introducing that with your son and how would you recommend other people do that if they are interested in this type of thing? Uh, so we just kind of started out by making it the last part of our bedtime routine. Um, so, you know, we've got our, our normal routine, like bath and potty, brushing teeth, getting our jammies on. And then we lay in bed and we read a story. And one day I was just like, hey, do you want to listen to another kind of story? And this is one where you can close your eyes and you can kind of play pictures in your head as you hear this story. Um, Cause they're very visual, the stories that you're hearing in it. And he was just kind of like, okay, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and he just, he really loved it so much. Like I, he helped me pick out a meditation. Um, and there was one that he really liked uh, about being a starfish. And so that's one that he frequently requests. Um, but then I started searching for a different way where it wasn't like exposing him to you know, any sort of screen time before bed. Cause obviously like, you know, blue light can disrupt the sleep cycle. Um, and that's when I came across the Zenimal, which is this screen-free meditation device. And I mean, it's, you know, it's got this cute little like turtle cover on it. So something that a child is going to, that's going to appeal to a child and it's small enough that they can carry it around anywhere that they want. So if they want to use it at bedtime, that's great. Or they can use it, you know, in the mornings, on the car ride, on their way to school. And now that is like, he doesn't even request the other stuff anymore. He just wants a Zenimal. And it's great because it has, you know, a handful of different meditations on there. His personal favorite is called the sleep fairy. So it's just a story about the sleep fairy and he loves to listen to that one like every single night. And yeah. And I mean, they even make one for adults too. Cause I, I started stealing his <laughs> when I was going to bed. So I didn't have to look at my phone to find a meditation. Um, but yeah, they, they're such fun little devices and it's also helped him in other aspects too, like with school, so, you know, some of the other benefits with meditation is like, it helps with their attention and their focus and self-regulation, um, creativity, their mood, and even like managing stress, which we know that school can be a big stressor for children. And he takes it to preschool. And if he's having a hard moment, he uses it. That's so cool. I can imagine like, just how it helps with behavior and self-regulation because he has to like totally stop what he's doing and focus his attention on this Zenimal and the story that it's telling. Um, mm -hmm. Very cool. And I've never heard of that. Like, obviously I've heard of some of those apps and I've used um, personal meditation apps for myself, but 
I really like the idea of that, especially just because of um, not having the use of screen time, especially if you're using it in the bedtime routine. So you had mentioned when you guys first started, you used the Insight Timer and the Moshi app. Can you tell us a little bit more about what those are? Um, well, actually, so there, we haven't used the Moshi app um, but the insight timer we were using because I was using that for myself. And so there's, oh gosh, I think there's over 60,000 free meditations on there. I mean, there's a ton for any sort of thing that you could possibly need. Um, so they have, there's a section on there for parents and you can go in and do like in the little search bar and search for like a sleep meditation or even school meditations, you know, whatever you can think of. And so that's just kind of where we started out was I started searching for sleep meditations for kids and that's, and it just kind of evolved from there. And since he loved it so much, I just kept with it. And it's been an amazing part of our bedtime routine. And the other thing that I love is that it gives us an additional opportunity to really connect and just be there together. You know, like, yeah, it adds a couple of minutes to our bedtime routine. I'm okay with that because it's giving us a moment to just really be calm and peaceful together, which as a mom of two boys, it <laughs> doesn't happen too often. Those moments are rare throughout the day. <laughs> oh, yes. Very, very rare. Like oh, that's so cool. I would say our bedtime routine is the calmest part of our day, which typically isn't the case with children, right? Like usually the bedtime routine is chaotic and stressful and they're fighting it. And so that's another reason why like meditation for your preschooler or your older child is so helpful in just bringing them into a place of calm and preparing their bodies for sleep instead of like bouncing off the walls and tears and screaming and everything else that can come with those. <laughs> it sounds like Bram might be getting a Zenimal for his birthday this year. <laughs> oh my gosh. You have to. They're great. <laughs> oh, okay. And I told you they have an adult one too that they just came out with. So you know what's on my birthday list? <laughs> the Zenimal. I want, yes. I want the adult Zenimal. It is. <laughs> oh, my birthday is next month. So that's on my list. That's awesome. So is there anything else we should know about starting meditations with our kids? Yeah. Um, so with younger children, like obviously they don't have the longer attention span. So with preschool, it's recommended to just do like a few minutes a day. And then once you get um, like into grade school, you could do like three to 10 minutes twice a day. And then with teens or even adults, you can do anywhere from like five to 45 minutes a day. And that's kind of like preference-based. But, um, and it also depends on the individual child. When we first started out with it, uh, my son could handle like about five minutes. And so that was when he was four. Um, and now like that, the sleep fairy meditation, that's a longer one. I don't remember how long it is exactly. Um, but he'll, he'll listen to the entire thing. <laughs> so, um, 
yeah, it kind of depends on the time of day and just the individual child's attention span. But starting out with just, you know, one to three minutes a day is a really great place to begin. Cool. I love that. Anything else? Uh, Well, so we do have another thing that we like to do that helps promote, you know, mindfulness and positive thinking. Um, And it's another great way to end the day. Uh, We ask our son three questions. So we ask him, what made you smile today? And what went well today? And then what made you laugh or giggle today? I bet you've gotten some pretty good answers. Oh, yeah. Your favorite. (laughs) Uh, Well, last week, or maybe it was two weeks ago, um, the thing that made him giggle was the fact that he and his friend Nathaniel decided to take the teacher's markers and draw tiger stripes all over their bodies. (laughs) And did you get to scrub those off when he got home that night? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yup. I was reaching out to other parents like, okay. Because initially we thought it was Sharpie because that's what the teacher told us when she sent the note home. Like, just so you know, he drew um, Sharpie stripes all over his body. I'm like, oh, no. Okay, everybody tell me how to get Sharpie off. Which, by the way, um, apparently like some extra strength sunscreen does the trick. (laughs) But I'll know that for future reference because I'm sure I'll need it with my boys. Yeah, yeah. Um, But luckily, it came off easily. But yeah, that was the thing that made him giggle. And I just had to sit there and be like, okay, yeah, didn't really make mommy giggle, but. (laughs) You know, interesting the things they find humorous, right? Yeah. But then, so when you ask your kid those three questions, so first of all, it's, it's getting them to think about the positive things that happened in their day because we know it's so easy to focus on what went wrong. So this brings them back to a positive mindset. And then I tell him, or I ask him, okay, so when you think about, you know, this, this, and this, how does it make you feel inside? And usually what he'll do is get this huge smile on his face and just like, squeeze himself and be like, it makes me feel happy or it makes me feel so good. And I'm like, okay, all right. Now I want you to hold on to that feeling, give it a great big squeeze hug. And I want you to just hold that feeling until you fall asleep. And that's a way of having them be mindful of how these positive things are affecting their body and their feelings. And then also helping them to hold on to that happiness in order to fall asleep. I love that. And I can totally see how that would just help relieve any anxiety that they had prior to doing any of their routine. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yasmin, this has been very insightful for me because this isn't something I do with my boys yet, but I think it will be soon because they're getting to that age where at least Bram could probably handle a minute or two of it. Um, and hopefully Bo in the future. I could see how that would benefit Bo. He's kind of uh, high strung at times. This <laughs> <laughs> sounds like my youngest. <laughs> oh, man. Well, where can we find you online? Uh, so you can find me. My website is mindfulsleepconsulting.com. And then you can also find me on Facebook at Mindful Sleep. 
and Instagram is at mindful underscore sleep. Awesome. So parents, listeners, if you need any other sleep resources, make sure you check out Yasmin's website and head over to lakecountrysleep.com. Check out the blog. Make sure you listen to some other podcast episodes. We have a ton of other helpful sleep uh, sleep related episodes for you. Um, anything, everything you can think of is coming your way if it's not already on there. So thanks for joining us tonight and we'll see you next time. Thanks again, Erin. Thanks.